Hello, you're listening to Scary Stories from Camp Roanoke. My name is Katie Wiggins. I'm Morgan Driscoll. And this is a podcast where we tell each other true, scary stories. It's very casual. Mm-hmm. It's like you're in a car on a road trip with your two best friends from high school, mm-hmm. and we're just hanging out and telling each other ghost stories. So that's that's what it is. That's what you're in yeah. for. Um, I've been holding on to some paranormal news Ooh, okay. for so long, okay. and I don't know why. I read somewhere that it's mature to delay your self-enjoyment, so perhaps this is why. But also, I am very protective of, I am, um, I tend to hoard things that I think that I, like, deserve and I don't want anyone else to know about them. Oh yeah, I feel that. So, it was just like my friend Maddie used to, like, not tell me the cheat codes on Sims, and I would just have to watch her benefit from them, <laughs> and she wouldn't tell me how to fucking do it. But I guess what? Kid. I know what it is now. Bull prop testing cheats enable true. Anyway. Hell yeah. What I've been sitting on. Okay. <laughs> could potentially mean nothing to anyone, but it means sitting a lot to me. Sitting on a secret. Okay. Okay. You know how on my on our podcast Instagram, I was oh. like staring out at a desert and said, me looking for paranormal television shows I've never seen before. Yes. Because I've seen fucking every single one because I've been watching them since I was very, very young. Hell yeah. So I got a message from a friend who uh, <coughs> who recommended me one. Unfortunately, it's fucking Spanish language. Uh, oh, no. And, and there was no subtitle option. Nothing. There's nothing I could do. And it looked so fucking cool. Couldn't so I couldn't watch that, and oh, I was so no. bummed because I was like, "Oh, there's so much haunted shit in Mexico, but I can't know about oh, it." Oh yeah, that would be cool. So I was despondent. I, uh, I was adrift. <laughs> and then on my Netflix homepage, it was like, "You might like a show called Rescue Mediums," and I was like, "What?" <gasps> Check it the fuck out. It's literally, it's literally, like, it's as if God, there's some moments where you feel like God is staring you in the face. Mm -hmm. And this was one of those moments. It's like God going, why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? But good. It's like, sure, I'll take that. So (laughs) he, um, talking about God. So he made this show. No, so the show is... Okay. It's like I okay. fucking created it for myself. Oh. It was filmed in 2006. Ah, okay. Ideal time that was for paranormal gr- television. That was literally going to be my first question. When was it filmed? Okay. Yes, it was filmed in 2006, so you don't have fucking paranormal technology in heavy <laughs> quotes. Uh, I'm not interested in your thermostick figure i don't oh, i don't give a yeah. fuck the the people that are trying to scientific using hard science to prove the existence of the parent i don't fucking i don't know if if you're the type of person that needs literal proven hard science repeatable mm-hmm. there's no way you can get it because results have to be repeatably proven yeah. and you can't say okay ghost Do walk back and forth times. in front of this 300 times. <laughs> and even if you do that perfectly, we still have to go to like a hundred more locations and do it again. So yeah. I know it's impossible, 
I'm not looking for it. Yeah. I'm not interested in it. And I would say the majority of our listeners are not like, well, I'd like to believe, oh, yeah. but I just need a little more scientific <laughs> fact. It's like, no, we're all fucking open-minded. We, Everyone yeah. relax. So there's literally no technology at all, except for the cameras filming these beautiful, beautiful oh. souls from heaven. Okay. These two British women are mediums. And... They're fucking precious as hell, probably in their 50s, sweet and wonderful, and all they do is go to haunted homes and places, explain what's happening and who's there, and tell their stories, and then they help them move on. I'm speechless. <laughs> this is literally what we've always wanted. No, because every yeah. single time paranormal groups come into a haunted location where something horrible has happened to people and like there's these tormented spirits, they're just they're like, like, oh, I want to get. Yeah, they're like, I want to get your fucking. I just want you to knock on a wall. It's like, no, you, you, have to do you should help it. them. They're not pets. They shouldn't stay where they're at. Yeah. They shouldn't just be there for you to exploit them for their shock value you should help them move on yeah oh god that sounds like the perfect (sighs) get this surprise twist it takes place in canada what do you know how long it took me to figure out where the fuck country it was i was like because the first couple episodes the the families that they visit with are it's an english family and then it's an irish family and then, but they're talking about landmarks that they're talking about I've landmarks. never heard about, and huh. I know a lot about England and Ireland, and I was like, I, I, I don't know what that yeah. is. Like, that's not I a place in England I wouldn't know any Ireland. Canadian landmarks. Not even a little bit, especially when you're in fucking Nova Scotia. Like, n- oh, I don't, yeah. who, n- no, who I don't know. Nobody. So it's these British wonderful women. <gasps> what are the their names? In- Oh, it's like, um, so one of the women gets changed cast in in between two seasons, but it's like, oh, it's like Christine and something else. I don't know. They're very common, nice names. I can't remember what they are. (laughs) I I keep trying to. Me too. They've got short hair. They're always in there trying to figure it out. And then they, they do drawings. They do prem- have premonitions a couple days before and talk about it. They're incredible mediums. They help people. They Sometimes they happen upon like a missing persons case and end up talking to that family of the person oh that was God. missing. Like They will solve fucking murders. Like, oh. So there's only season seven on Netflix, but... But there's seven seasons. But because God was staring me in the fucking face, (laughs) all of the other seasons are fully loaded on YouTube. (gasps) All ready for you in a beautiful playlist package. Oh, I know what I'm doing tonight. But you can't, you can't watch all of them because, here, choose a season to watch because okay. I want to use some of them for my stories and I don't okay. want you to have already seen them. Well, what's, only... have you started a season? I'll tell you this, oh god, this is going to be complicated. I'll tell you the seasons I've already watched. Okay. And then you don't watch those, but then okay. you can start after that and watch okay. literally all of those. And Okay. And, okay. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've been... Binging The Simpsons. Right, me too. And I'm on season 20 of 26, so I'm nearing the end. Okay. 
So I'm gonna need things to do, because I won't know what to do with myself. I have thrown in some King of the Hill in there, but I ran out of of what they had on Sling, so... Well, Rescue Mediums is fucking incredible. It's everything I've ever wanted in a paranormal television show. There's even an animated opening that has, like, a really cute theme song. It's, like, it's not trying to amp up the fear factor at all. Mm-hmm. It's just very honest, which is exactly what I want. Like, yeah. I try to watch Dead Files sometimes, but Dead Files, honestly, like, it's so, like, upsetting to watch. Like, it's very tense and horrible and... It seems like they only go where the most horrible things have happened, well, and like, it's just very tense. Dead Files is is real talk, and but this is, <clears throat> and at the end of every episode, I forgot the best part. <gasps> they literally film the mediums together with a glass of wine, and oh! then they make they make some stupid pun, some dumbass <gasps> joke, and then they just go, "Cheers!" <laughs> and Was then this it's the made end. for us? I feel as if it were. Oh my god. If it was. It, uh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I. Okay. We'll leave the podcast running. <laughs> we'll both play an episode. <laughs> and we'll just talk. Oh my god. No, that's. Wow. I'm gonna watch it. Everyone else listening, watch it. You can watch any season you want, listeners. Well, maybe not, because then you might hear something that's gonna be on the podcast. There are literally so many episodes, it's unlikely. And also, each one are 22 minutes long, so... Oh, yeah. You might forget them, like, there, it's... Yeah. Oh, I'm, my God. I'm binging it's, hardcore. It's a dream. It's a I'm dream. I'm excited. Yeah, so that that was my news. That's I actually I have paranormal news, too. Yeah, give it to me. Okay, okay, it's not as exciting, but when I was doing some <laughs> researching, I came across this video... From a Thai news show, maybe entertainment show, and there was this model, and she was sitting on the couch being interviewed, and she all of a sudden became possessed. She, like, claims that she's had this possession for a while, and it spoke and was asking for pig's blood and saying that it was going to eat her organs. Okay. And the everyone was super chill about it. There were no subtitles, so I don't really know. But I was just going off of, you know, <laughs> facial features. And Holy the guy, fuck. the guy seemed pretty chill. And then he just got his religious necklace and put it to her face, and she was losing it. And it seemed like it might have been kind of fake, but also very weird. And apparently, in Thai culture, there is this ghost spirit called um pop. It's like Pie pop. It's like pop. It's something pop. And uh-huh. he's a cannibal spirit that attaches themselves to young women and eats their organs. Mm. Okay. But yeah. Live possible fake possession on a tiny Thai show. television. And then I ran across something that was way more convincing. It was Yeah, um, that doesn't sound <laughs> it doesn't have the, the ring of credibility. Yeah. It was I entertaining. I not understand what they were saying, but it <laughs> felt genuine. Because <laughs> someone wrote in the bottom, like, this is what she's saying. And I heard blood at one point, but I saw a video of these people that had driven they were out and about partying and then they drove home and they had like a karaoke party at home. And they kept circling this one guy that was, like, 
hidden behind another guy. And then they showed that that guy had died that night. Like, before he got to the karaoke party, they showed, like, the newscast of him dying in a car wreck. But he was at the karaoke party and no one there saw him, but they caught it on film. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Just some fun Thai news. (laughs) There's a lot of Thai news. I I know you've been wondering what's going on in the Thai paranormal landscape. Well, we're here to tell you. They get their police involved. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> there was a case recently where the I... village, they like forced an exorcism on a woman. And she's going to sue them and they're asking the police for help and it's a big thing. I really hope she didn't just have mental illness. I think that's... she does because it's been like three years and she's like, please stop. Oh. And the daughter's like, please stop. Yeah. You guys. That doesn't make me happy. No. Uh, possessions are so fucking rare. I think it's a good sign that it's not things here. Yeah. Yeah, I'd prefer them not Uh, to be. Well, on that chilling tie note... I want a medium. Tell me a story. You ready for a story? Woo! Okay. Woo! I'm so excited. Okay. I'm going to take you to Nikki's house. Nikki. To Nikki's house. This I don't, is someone I, don't I know. know. Okay. I don't know her last name and I don't know where she is. Okay. No. Where did you, where Nikki, did you get come the story on. from? Paranormal. Okay. Survivor. And it's so good. And I like it because it reminds me of when mm-hmm. I had my stuff going on here. So I enjoyed it. Also, I was drinking while I watched it, so that was a fun, different experience for me. So, <laughs> so she's lived in this neighborhood all her life. Her mom lives in the old house. She lives, like, across the street, down a couple houses, in a rental home. And, well, she's moving into this rental home, and it's, she calls it an apartment, but it's a home that's okay. top and bottom, people rent it out. And so she's going to rent out the top. She's a single mother. She's taking her son with her. I'm getting the vibe that the son is older teen. They don't say, but that's the vibe they're throwing down. So older teen, single mom. And right after she signs the lease, she starts having this nightmare that becomes a recurring nightmare where she walks into a bathroom and she opens the curtains And there's a girl sitting in the bathroom, and she's wearing clothes, and she's, like, slumped over herself. She's sitting, her head's over her knees. Well, her her body's, like, hunched like her head's over her knees, but her head is actually cut off. And so she just walks in on this decapitated girl she does not know in the bathtub, and she loses her mind, and then she wakes up. And that becomes her reoccurring nightmare. Which Hell I don't know no, if I can handle awful. that. <laughs> yeah. So she moves into the house, the apartment, and one day she notices the towel rack mm-hmm. has come off the wall. Which, you know, maybe they didn't assemble it right. It's weird that the screws fell off. Like they came unscrewed, fell off. So she was like, oh, it's okay. Just gonna Mm -hmm. reassemble it, move on with my life. 
Later that day, she's sitting in the living room watching TV, and the pot rack in her kitchen, she hears it fall, and she walks in, wow. and it has vaulted five or six feet from the wall, and she's like, oh, okay, and she looks, and the screws are still in the wall. <laughs> like, the whole rack, all the pots and pans gone, screws left in the wall. That's terrifying. Yeah, so at this point, she's not fully convinced there's something in her house. I would be. Yes. I'd be sold at that point. I think it takes a lot less to convince me. That's because of what we're exposed to. I mean, I had an extension cord that just would uh, occasionally turn off. And I was like, I'm getting the sage. I need to hire a shaman. Like, I don't know what the (laughs) fuck is going on. And then I eventually found out that the heater that was plugged into it was just kind of overworking it and i just unplugged the heater and then it was fine but uh i think it's good to be overly cautious than underly cautious you can quote me on that yeah because over spring break i stayed at uh at roger's family's house and there's a room that is very haunted it's it's uh fucking elaborate i don't okay i won't super go into it but it's just got a lot of, um, his family member collects old memorabilia, like Beanie Babies, oh, Wizard of Oz uh, stuff, and that's the room where it is, and uh, everyone's had nightmares. <laughs> the first time I went there, I spent the night there, and it was just, like, heavy, and I couldn't sleep, and, yeah. um, I was told that this past time that I came, that that room had been saged out because I didn't get that vibe walking in there. But also nobody sleeps in there anymore. And the way the house is set up, it's that room connected to a bathroom connected to Roger's room. And he kind of just kept, he usually keeps that door closed. But when I came, Hank came, and that's where she had her cat stuff, like her litter box food, all that. So that was open. Uh And um, every, I was there for like a week. And every night that I slept there, I woke up at four or five with full energy and so did Roger, which is very much not my sleeping pattern. Nothing wakes me up. If I am out, I am out. Right. So uh, later I found out that it had not been saged. And they have a Ouija board in one of the closets. (gasps) So I I don't think anyone's done anything, but they have a Ouija board. So I don't know. Okay. For the listeners at home, (laughs) Katie has been emoting, that's me, Yeah. <laughs> very intensely throughout this entire exchange. I am, I literally posted about Ouija boards this mm-hmm. week on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. I posted a Ouija cake. Oh, it looked delicious. Yeah, I, no right? one has said that they've but used don't it, ever... but I hope uh, no uh, one uses it. Uh, 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 it looks okay. like a new, yeah. like, one of those, mm. like, board game ones. Oh, well, that's how they, they, yeah, they, they still get fucking sold yeah. as board games. It doesn't matter what, I mean, you could write it out on a piece of construction paper and it could still have the same effect. That's true. Okay. I don't, but, okay, okay. There's, (laughs) (laughs) my feelers are up. I'm out. I'm hype. Okay. If they claim that they saged it and didn't, and then there's just like a question mark. It's not that they claimed Roger thought that they did, but they didn't. Uh, mm, (laughs) If there's not a lingering barbecue scent in that room, it weren't saged. Uh, but it, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't feel we don't. There, people don't just have a Ouija board around that. Oh, mm, mm, oh, mm. but Roger's mom would never let. 
Roger's family, they wouldn't do it, the people that live there, and the family wouldn't let them do it. So I don't know why they have it, but no one there would do it. Like, knowing them, there's no way. There's no then way. Then who who got it? Who put know. it there? It, it's an old house. They might have had it for a while. They might have had it when they were kids, thinking maybe one day, and they're like, never mind. I don't know. But I know them, and there's no way. There's no way. It may not have been them, but someone, someone else may have used it in that place. A friend might have come over at some point. I don't know. Shit happens at sleepovers. Yeah. But the people that live there, you know, they say they don't notice anything. But people that okay, stay the well, night Well, they notice. collect beanie babies. I don't trust anything out of their mouth. <laughs> well, cute lady. It's okay. No disrespect, no disrespect. But I don't know you, so I don't care. <laughs> I'm They're just lovely. kidding. I joke. I joke sometimes, guys. I joke. <laughs> no, we love them. But it's just again, mass quantities of collectibles are scary to me. I've had this oh, conversation. Absolutely. It's not the fact that you collect that I think it's weird. Everyone collects. I'm I love it. I'm down with it. I love your collection. It like my grandma, my, my main grandma has a collection of Santa Clauses that are like Ugh. two feet tall. And she's got, like, dozens. And she puts them on this, like, half stairway. And they each, like, two of them on each stair. And I call it the Santa Stairs. And I think Stephen King needs to write a book about it. But that is so scary to me. (laughs) I'm terrified. Just, like, the concept of a lot of those things. uh, A lot of anything is honestly unsettling. Stop collecting. All of you. Okay, yeah. Continue. Oh, oh but it, I started this because I said when I brought Hank back, I um I blessed the room we were in with the Palo yeah. Santo wood because I mm-hmm. I just wanted to you know fresh cleansed energy even if nothing's there if it's just my paranoia you know I wanted I I've been using that a lot to kind of just like meditate if I'm feeling stressed. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's trust lovely. your instincts. It's You're lovely. not paranoid. Yeah. It's been lovely. Great. But, You're not paranoid. Yeah. Don't yeah. trust yourself. Yeah. But sending Don't much love to Roger's the... family. Just throwing that out there. <sighs> Can I get in there and burn those beanie babies, man? <laughs> we just I just need to bring Sage next time I come. The if I would have known. Fire. Oh, and my friend is having she, she thinks that her um garage is haunted <sighs> because there is this garage sale accumulation that her mom got that is this stuffed like uh, scarecrow halloween man you know they put him on the porch and it looks like a person great but it was homemade by this family they bought it from oh great he's headless he's wearing Uh actual family members clothes oh god and when they when the family acquired it from them it also came with a santa outfit and a ceramic Santa head that does not match in case you want to use it for different holidays. <laughs> so. No. And there's been some experiences with that. Who, literally, those homemade Halloween, I mean, like, those homemade decorations are only endearing to the person who makes them. So why would you ever purchase such an item from someone yeah. else? It's good it's- for a spook, but... Uh, it might be too spooky. <laughs> also, why would you use it for Christmas? <sighs> but, yeah. So many issues right now. I think there's some I... activity stemming from that, which I'm not surprised at all. So I'm going to go sage her, her garage out. It's like, I'm, I'm a pro now. I know what to do. 
You know my solution. Always Burn it sage. all to the ground. <laughs> anyway, so um, Nikki, these Sorry. other people we don't know. Yeah, back to the. There's pe- honestly too much paranormal shit happening for us to even get <laughs> get ahead of it. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so the towel rack fell out. Pot rack fell off. Mm-hmm. One day she's in the living room and she hears the mailbox and she thinks the mailman came. And it's a woman rifling through her mail. And oh, she fuck. talks to her and she comes to find out that it was an old tenant of the house. And so they're talking. She wanted to get her mail, which I feel like you should have knocked first. And they're like, hey, girl, Yeah, you know? definitely. Because that's a, a federal crime. Yeah. But she gets talking to this lady. And the lady says that um, it was haunted and that's why she moved out. And that, <laughs> <laughs> and that they had like five tenants in the past two years. Which is crazy that's that's nuts a that's lot. a lot of broken leases yeah and um what did she say happened there that um doors would shut things would fall off walls that she lived with the, there with her daughter and her daughter saw a big scary man and she would talk with the man or she'd be screaming right. and that the doorbell would ring and for some reason that spoke out to nikki the most she was most concerned about the doorbell ringing she was like, that hasn't happened yet. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not the doorbell. So she decides not to tell her son about any of this. I'm Probably sure her smart. son has experienced some stuff on his own. He wasn't a part of the interview process, so I wouldn't know. But um, she goes on to say that the next day she was watching TV. She always has her e-cigarette with her because she quit smoking. And this is like she has it with her all the time. So, she didn't tell her son. She's sitting on the couch, e-cigaretting, and she decides she's got to do dishes. So, she puts her e-cig on the TV stand, goes to wash dishes, comes back. It's not on the TV stand. So, she's looking for it. And being someone who smoked a lot of cigarettes, she needs her e-cigarette right now. You know, she always has it with her. She made that very clear. But, she's looking for it. Can't find it. She searches a full hour. In the living room. Wow, she, knows she, she really wanted to fucking Yeah, smoke. she wanted it. Like, she made it very clear. She always has it by her side. It's very strange that it wasn't where she put it or in the same okay. room. And then at, for, like, 30 seconds, she yells because she gets really frustrated. That's what I do. I just yell into the ether when I'm frustrated and can't find something. But after her yelling, the e-cigarette, she turns around. It's in the middle of the living room floor standing up. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, that's so unsettling. I don't like that. Me neither. Not one bit. Later that day, she's in her bedroom. It's 11.30 p.m. Even though she makes it very clear, it's 11.25 p.m. And the reenactment said 5.17 or whatever. It's like, (laughs) consistency, people. Consistency. It's 11.25 and the doorbell rings. She's a single mother alone at night. Well, her son's there, but, you know, she's got to protect the family. She goes to the door, doesn't see anyone, turns on the porch light from the inside, can't see anything. She says, who's there? Because you're not going to open the door if it's 1130. And you're alone. So she she listens because she says if if there was anyone there, she would have been able to hear him walk away, hear him move. Nothing. There was nobody there. Yeah. 
the premonition had come into fruition. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so no one was there. So she finally decided, yeah, my house is haunted. I- I'm buying it. Posted on social media. I need help. I don't know what to do. What do I do? She got 450 responses. And I don't know. I don't think it was Facebook because it seemed like she posted a lot. So it must have been like a spiritual, paranormal site. Oh, like a forum? I think it was like a a forum. Yeah, maybe Reddit. I don't know. I don't know how long ago this was. She posted, got that many responses. Someone said, you need to see this medium, Sharon. She's in your area. She's amazing. (laughs) Go see Sharon. So All answers lie in Sharon. <laughs> so the medium comes by and she's trying to feel her out, see if she just I think she said literally see if she just wants attention or if this is fake. And she immediately can tell she's terrified and that there's a strong male presence in the house. Mm-hmm. And the medium says, Um, I'm sensing like a, a track or like a railroad track or a path. Is there one nearby? Because it feels like the man came from a path. And immediately Nikki knows that it's Rodney. Rodney is related to her son. So I'm assuming it's the man she had her sons with, like a family member. And Wait, what? The, the man her, she had her she, son with? Because she didn't marry. She didn't get married. So this is the son. father of her son? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Someone, it's not the father of some, it's related to him. This man is related to him. Because she said, he's related to my son. So it's not her family. It's her son's father's family. Oh, okay, okay. Just distant. Kind of a stretch. Like, you know. And that he was carrying his baby in a stroller by a railroad track or on it, near it. And he got stabbed and left to die. Wow, not what I expected to happen on a railroad yeah. track. Aha, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Wow, that's yeah. a Goosebumps-worthy twist. Mm-hmm. And they apparently got him to the hospital before he died, but couldn't save him. And when Why he was, was he stabbed? They didn't say. By whom? Apparently he had a past, he was involved with drugs, he led a rough life, so I don't know if it was someone in his past, if it was a random thing, it might have been someone in his past. In if you listen to a lot of true crime or watch a lot of true crime shit, people don't just get murdered out of the blue. I mean, it happens, but like a hundred times more likely is somebody you know, someone you've fraternized with at some point. Like nobody's got the time mm-hmm. to just walk out to the railroad tracks and yeah. stab somebody. Yeah, even like a junkie, I don't think would do that. Junkies are strung out, man. They They're got not their own things going on. Get out to the railroad tracks. Yeah. Um, but I, I honestly, I, I can't really speak to what may have happened, but I, I think it's got to be something. If they didn't specify, past. yeah, it might, it must have been. Especially if he's past. with a goddamn baby. That's a personal killing. Yeah, that's, that's a vendetta right there. So apparently. Classic vendetta. <laughs> classic. So apparently they got him to the hospital before he died, uh-huh. but he still died in the hospital. And Rodney was in the hospital at the same point that Aiden had been in the hospital for some reason. And they Who saw each Aiden? other. Oh, it's her son. Sorry. Aiden okay. is Nikki's son. Okay. And they saw each other the day, or the time that he died in the hospital. Okay. So Aiden saw him in his last moments, essentially. Weird. It was weird. So she's thinking that Rodney 
is who's in the house. Uh-huh. It was so funny. She was like, railroad tracks, there's a man here. She's like, oh, it's Rodney. And then it took her a while to explain who, and then she explained how he died. I was like, who's Rodney? How do you know this man? Just related to her son. Yeah. Why, if he was someone they knew or that's related to her son, why would he be such an asshole in the paranormal world? Well, my question, which will be answered, my question was, um, is this just a really big coincidence because this house has been haunted for a long time? Has he just been living there and you moved in? I know it's the same neighborhood you grew up in, but wow. What? That's a hell of but a coincidence. We're going to get but, into that. Okay. Maybe he's there protecting them from something else. Boop, 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 boop. We'll see. We'll see. So the medium brought out her paranormal investigator guy who had a little spirit voice box thingy. Ugh, useless. Sorry. And Nikki was, I, lo- I love it though. It's so fun. I love hearing what the EVPs say. It's amazing. <laughs> Okay. I love them. So she made it seem like she was very wary of it, that it was like a Ouija board and that it opened the door to negative things. Which, I mean, like communicating with ghosts might. I don't know. (laughs) 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 So they asked it what it wanted. It said Aiden, which was her son. Okay. And it said murdered. So she was very scared, like, who is my son going to murder? Are they going to murder my son? What's going on? I was like, I don't think that means your son's going to murder someone. But. (laughs) What? Yeah. So Naminam was like, I'm going to do a cleansing. I'm going to talk to Rodney. And we're going to help him move along because he doesn't need to be here. So she did the smudging and she was able to communicate easier with Rodney And Rodney conveyed the idea that he hadn't passed yet because he was afraid that what he did in his past, that was going to send him to hell. So if he moved along, he would go to hell. Don't be such a fucking 17th century monk. Just walk (laughs) into the light. What you did isn't fucking astronomically horrible. I Mm -hmm. promise you people have done worse. And you're not going to get anywhere by avoiding it, so just fucking go. How many goddamn priests are still haunting churches because they fucking murdered somebody and they think they're unworthy? It's like, oh, don't be so self-important. God has seen that before. You're not the first fucking person to murder somebody and brick them up in a goddamn wall. We've all been there. (laughs) Well, (laughs) not exactly. But, I mean, he's not surprised oh by anything, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> he's been there. I find that. that to be arrogant. <laughs> and she didn't divulge into his past because, you know, obviously it's his business. But she did mention drugs. And if it's just drugs, if it's just hardcore drugs, Rodney, you're fine. Don't, oh don't feel so God. bad. You're fine. But she didn't yeah. mention a past that she wouldn't divulge. So I'm assuming God it is more. God doesn't mind if you get high a little. <laughs> yeah, God doesn't care if you're a junkie. That doesn't or mean you're going to you go to hell. Or if you destroy your life and other people's lives. That. No, probably that's the line. Yeah, if you but, destroy you know, other people's lives. I feel like if you destroy your own life and you're a junkie, God's like, come on, my child. We'll, we'll fix it. Yeah. Come <laughs> my child. Come here. Give me hug. Come on now. <laughs> come on. <laughs> you think you're the first motherfucking junkie I've seen. Okay. Yeah, so... I think this guy was probably just a shithead. <laughs> well, he... They smudged the house. He was gone. And the medium conveyed the idea that she felt guilty after she left the house. 
because there was something there that she couldn't herself deal with that was still in the house. Okay. Well, what kind of fucking medium is she? Well, she's not a medium that's familiar with dark entities as much. She's more, like, family, mem- like, calmer. But her daughter- Family matters her daughter, Come on. <laughs> her daughter does the evil shit. Okay, So good. they're the perfect team. In. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so that night, Nikki is in her bedroom. The medium did say, get your son out for a while because- Obviously, he is the source of stuff. If it said his name, he's pretty important here. We're gonna rule. Him. We're just gonna get him out because she knows Your stuff. Your son is the source of darkness. Aha! She knows that there's like stuff there, and she doesn't want her son to be at risk. And it, you know, she doesn't want it to be her fault or anything. So she's like, "Take Aiden away." That night, Nikki is alone. The downstairs tenant is gone. It's just her. The door is closed. She's with her doggo. They're chilling. Okay. It's nighttime. She starts to hear very loud thumping and dragging. And not drag and drop, drag, yes, honey, work queen. Dragging. <laughs> <laughs> the bad kind of dragging. And their reenactment sounds were so spooky. It was so, it was so scary. Okay. I don't know what I'd do if I were closed off in my room and I heard obvious dragging and it was like like thumping like irregular loud thumping well what's nice is when you're in a apartment complex and people live above and next to you it's just people so you don't have to worry about that they're just vacuuming some of us live in a house oh well isn't that so (laughs) fucking special you have a lot of room but it's spooky Oh, it is, I bet. I totally believe it. Yeah. Well, now it's not, but it can be very spooky. I completely understand. I was terrified of my house in Houston. I'm still kind of scared of certain areas of it. I feel that. I'm scared of open... I'm scared of hallways. I just yes. don't trust them. I still don't trust my hallway. Just on principle. Did me wrong. So... <laughs> So her dog also oh, hears the sounds. <laughs> vendetta, vendetta. You haunt me once, I'll never trust you again. Haunt me once, shame on me. You. Wait, wait, what is it? Haunt me once, shame on me. Haunt me twice, shame no, on me. No, haunt me once, shame on you. Haunt me twice. Oh. You can't haunt me twice. That'd be the George Bush version of it. But the real version is haunt me twice, shame on me. <laughs> the George Bush. Oh my god. Yeah. Because yeah, he has he a like, version fucked up that saying you can't fool me twice you know he just fucked (laughs) up I'm unfoolable so the dog hears it too it's freaking out she's freaking out she instead of going out which I wouldn't have done she calls her medium which is I think the best thing she could have done I probably Mm -hmm. would have put the covers over my head and pretended to be asleep forever dude the little girl I babysit she was like, what if that thing caught on fire and then everything exploded? I was like, I don't know. What do you do? <laughs> and she was, like, she was like, I would take all my favorite toys and go to my room and hide under my blanket. And I was like, that is the absolute That's wrong thing to do. not what you do at all. <laughs> Never, ever do that. Why would you think? Who told you That's the blanket li- protected you from fire? Right. You're, no. Leave. <sighs> oh, did you, did you tell her? 
Here are the fire exits. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're like, yeah, sounds like a good idea. It's not part of my job description. Safety is not my job. I don't teach fucking safety class. It's oh not. God. Ask your local lifeguard. It's not me. If they wanted safety, they should have hired a lifeguard. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm a camp counselor. I don't give a goddamn fuck about your safety. We hire lifeguards. Just kidding. <laughs> it's not on the payroll. <laughs> <laughs> don't get in the water. <laughs> <laughs> don't. You signed a waiver, goddammit. <laughs> so she calls a medium and she's like, listen, I thought I thought we were done here. I thought the house was empty. What's going on? This is what's happening. And the medium said, well, um, Rodney's gone, but um, it seems like Rodney was protecting your son from something. Oh my god, what a asshole medium! Just being like, oh, sorry, I didn't mention <laughs> the horrible underbelly. I guess she hoped that if she didn't mention it, it might not happen, because she was coming back the next day. Yeah, I was like, eh, maybe you should have told neither of them to stay. Ugh. Ugh. But she said whatever it was was invited in, and that it resides in Aiden's room. So Aiden must have- I don't- if Rodney was protecting him, I don't know if Aiden was experiencing anything at all. Whoever lived in the house before must have been screwed, because this thing is evil. Mm-hmm. It is not happy. Okay. So she said, salt the windowsills, salt both sides of the doorway to your son's room so it can't, like, get out. <laughs> Leave it overnight to absorb the juices. Double juices. <laughs> Mar- got a stew Let going. it marinate, soak in its flavors. <laughs> So lime juice. <laughs> Ooh, da, 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 da. tequila. So she does that, which is very bold. I wouldn't have gone in there after the thumping sounds, but she needed to do it. And after she saw to the room, the door slammed shut by itself, and she said, "Okay, there you go. <laughs> Bye." I hope she burned it to the ground. Yeah. Well, it seems like. She wanted to see what was going on, so she opened the door half a foot, and then she got, like, pushed away, and then there was a struggle to open and close the door, and someone was, like, fighting her on it. Okay. And then she lost the fight, and the door shut again. What? Not shocked? Yeah. Uh, I don't what really stand behind this woman <laughs> so far. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate... That she did what she needed to do with the salt and reached out to a medium. But it's very bold, Nikki. You're very bold. Ugh. How would you open the door? So, next day, medium and her daughter come. Her daughter's like, I, yeah, there's some bad energy here. It wants mm-hmm. to hurt me. It wants to hurt you. It wants to hurt you. You get pain. You get pain. Everybody gets pain. Nice. And so they walk into the room, close the door. It's like a very heavy feeling. They can't walk forward, really, because it's so, like, heavy in the room. And then they hold hands, and they start saying the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. And every time they get to the evil part, they both get, like, a wave of goosebumps. And so they keep saying okay. it and keep saying it. And then they both see a black mass appear on the other end of the room. And it's this mm-hmm. huge male it's like they describe it one of them describes it as like a man with wings and he's very devilish and the other one says it's like a giant gargoyle 
Oh. Which. Cha-cha-cha. Hello. I love it. world. Love it. So I guess uh, it's like a, a demon, maybe. Okay, chill. Big black mass of ooky spooky architectural aesthetic man. So he's there looming, and they keep saying their prayer over and over again. And the next part, they both are like, you're gonna think I'm crazy, but, and of course I think they're crazy, but also they're mediums, and I think it's just, like, what they saw might have just been how they envisioned them clearing the space. So what are they... I don't, I don't know. What they saw was they saw angels come in the room mm-hmm. and fight the gargoyle man, and they took him away from the house. And I think maybe that was just their envisionment of them cleansing, taking that entity away. Yeah, that's a tall. That's a tall ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to see a demon angel battle in your living room, which would have been. So cool. That would have been... It would probably, like, melt your face off. Probably. Like, I don't know. The I, I mean, if we are to believe that demons and angels are as accurately formed as gargoyles and, like, gigantic Uriel with, like, a goddamn sword, uh, it'd be nuts. Yeah, I... Also, I don't think it's fair that I can so fully be on... Like, if if it's convincing enough, I'm like, yeah, that's a demon. There you go. But it's harder to convince me about the presence of angels, and I can't rule that out if I believe in demons, you know? It's true. That would be a horrible existence if you believed that uh, demonic forces existed, but not angelic ones. (laughs) Yeah. I don't believe in the the porcelain... Cherub. ...dickheads that are (laughs) all over, like, southern Christian homes. The little collectible ones doing different menial activities. Yeah, it's like, okay. Little Angel Uh, cuts his first lawn. (laughs) But um, I remember my mom used to think I was, like, connected to the ether when I was little because I would draw these gigantic, terrifying angels with huge swords. Which I think would be closer to the truth than than a tiny little fat baby. Like, I'm gonna kill some demons! If there are demons and there are angelic forces that can combat those demons, those angels gotta be badass. They have to be hardcore as fuck. And if you read Revelations, or like one of them, I don't know. (laughs) Just one revelation. uh, There's like uh, like the end of times, like angels ride in on like chariots made of eyeballs. I swear to god, that's not like an, that's not an exaggeration. Like, they are horrifying. (laughs) But, oh my god. Loving, I don't know. <laughs> that my one of my favorite episodes of The Simpsons was when Bart and Homer were trying to convert to Catholicism, and they oh, hooked Bart in because it. everything was so gory, and he loved it. Yeah, that totally was a great accurate. episode. That was so. Cool. <laughs> yep, and they like said the prayers in Latin and shit. It was yeah. so awesome, and Homer was totally sold because they were like, "We do fish fries and yeah. pancake nights." Bingo. He's like, "I'm sold on Catholicism." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, they cleansed her house, and Nikki said she never experienced anything again. Wow. At all. So, good job, mediums. Uh, okay. (laughs) Yes, that's good. I think there definitely was stuff there. There might not have been an angel fight, but they cleansed it. I'm just, uh, 
perhaps I'm being too harsh, but I obviously I'm glad that it got handled and that they're able to fix a problem that's apparently been plaguing. I wonder what, who, because they're right when they say that evil can only be present if it's been invited. It's like a vampire. Yep. Um, yeah, it is. I, maybe someone was doing dark magic. Yeah, I bet if they did like, a Ouija board, I don't know. Something. Someone something. brought it with them. Definitely. You never know with rental properties. <laughs> <laughs> Take it from me. <laughs> you never know when you rent. <laughs> that's hilarious. I bet that's in like a buyer's handbook. It's like the benefits of buying. <laughs> you, <laughs> you gotta bring your own demons. <laughs> lesser uh, chance of there being a demonic possession of the home. <laughs> But we do a pre-medium sweep of the home before you even move in. That would Upon be signing, a big deal. That'd be a big selling point for me. Well, I mean, honestly, that should be part of the deal. Once like you change, there should be some sort of cleansing process between owners that's more than just a deep clean of the home. It should be yeah. a spiritual cleanse. Because, you know, God you knows know. the kind of intense emotions that have happened in a place when a person mm-hmm. lives there, and, and you just kind of got to sweep it out, you know? Homes get old. And um, emotions leave a a residue, I think. Yep. Yep. Yeah, well, that was a fun story. Yeah. Nikki's fine now. Yeah, Nikki. Yeah, she's so fine. She's so fine. She, she blows, blows our mind. mind. Go, Nikki. Hey, Nikki. Hey, hey. Hey, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Slam poetry. Um, Bet you didn't think you'd get that today. Uh, I, did, I found a podcast that I want to recommend. <gasps> it's called You... Wait, it's called Me and Paranormal You. It's as if you took the History of England podcast and you just made it about paranormal things. Uh, he, I listened to only one episode. He usually interviews people, but I That's listened cool. to one where it was just like him talking about a topic and he was talking about runes and <gasps> their uses in fortune telling. As you know very well, mm-hmm. I love runes mm-hmm. and I think they're a really fun way to fortune tell. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read your runes. You did. And, uh, yeah, it was actually, like, a pretty impactful, yeah, intense... Was... I've, like, I've read so many of my friends' runes, uh, but it's, um... It was amazing. It's a cool, fun podcast to listen to. They're back in Houston. <gasps> I, I did not bring them here. I have not cast any runes lately. <laughs> but Damn. they're pretty fun if you want, like, a cool, hip alternative to, um, tarot card readings. <laughs> Read some rocks. Um... So that's a fun podcast. Because you like tarot cards, you might enjoy. You might enjoy. Cast and runes! <laughs> um, so yeah, that's out there. If you enjoyed uh, this podcast, give us a... L- not a like, that is impossible. Give us like us, us on a- Facebook. That's true. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, and give us a subscription if you haven't already, and a review, mm-hmm. a positive review, and or five-star rating would be really fantastic yeah. and helpful to us, and it helps bring other people to this podcast, mm-hmm. which is wonderful because we love our listeners, and our listeners are truly so warm and loving and so validating. Yeah, and every time it... someone reaches out, I almost cry. It makes me so yeah. happy. 
definitely. For sure. So it, it's it's really wonderful and validating, and we really love that you all seem to enjoy this. Because yeah. um, we enjoy yay. doing it. Definitely. Um, oh, also, um, just want to say, love Roger's family. I, if I offended them with anything I've said about the room, I'm sorry. It's They're all a place of love. Listen to His this mom listens. fucking episode. Oh, really? Yeah, she does. She's a listener. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. So I um, just throwing it out there. I, no disrespect. Dude, all blame love. it on me. Blame it on me. I, you, I'm your dickhead friend. It's <laughs> always. It's literally always been that way. No, 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 no. Blame no. it on me. Well, she heard I, it all. <laughs> She knows what I've said. I didn't say anything bad, though. It's She'll misremember. It'll sound like me in her memory. <laughs> but I, I'll love. I, seriously, put it on me. Okay. I've got nothing but derision and hate in my heart. <laughs> that's not okay. You know that's that's not true. Hey, I'm hey. working hey, on my own image, and you can't. Hey, Nikki. God damn it! You're so funny. <laughs> Sorry. You blow my mind. Okay, uh, I think that's it. Uh, you can get some merch yeah, from us you if can. you want. Mugs and notebooks and fun stuff like that. Computer cases. Everything your little heart could desire. Send us you your stories. Us, you can find us on Redbubble and look up scary stories from Camp Roanoke to find merch. Uh, if you have a scary story that you would like to tell us, do true, it. Do it. Do Send it. it to us at letters to camp at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And if it's a good story and if it's formatted well, it's likely that I will read it. Hell so yeah. you've got really good chances, guys, of getting it out there. And Let dude, the ask go. your coworkers, ask your parents, ask your aunts. Like everybody's got a fucking scary story. You'd be story. surprised. Ask and around. Everybody would love to tell it. Yeah. It's everybody really that I true. talk to about having this podcast, except for like old people. They're like, yeah, this has happened to me. This has happened to my family members. Everyone's got a story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know what to do, guys. We love you. And we want you to have a spooky night. Filled with restless dreams. Of haunted things. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. Phantom Podcast Network on downrightcreepy.com. Follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud for more creepy shows. <laughs>